Hello, everyone. Welcome into Jackie's Quilting Chronicles, episode number 42. Yes, can you believe it? I'm actually back. It's almost been a year, and I apologize to all my faithful listeners out there, but I've been pretty darn busy, and um, one of the reasons I've been pretty busy is because of the person who's sitting across from me right now, Alyssa Lickner. Um, I have her here with me today. Uh, Alyssa's from Pile of Fabric. She is a designer a quilter, a graphic designer, and a mom. And I also have her dog, Nala, behind us, if you can hear, just if you happen to hear the snoring. That's her dog, not us. (laughs) So, hi, Alyssa. Welcome in today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Jackie, for having me. So we want to, I want to kind of let my listeners know a little bit about you and your background. First, I guess, is how did you get into quilting? When did you start? Well, I started sewing when I was younger, but quilting came about when I was pregnant with my son, and so that's about three years ago, Mm -hmm. and um, I was actually at Pottery Barn, and I was looking at all the beautiful quilts, and I remember looking at the tag, and it was like $300 or something, and I thought that was astronomical, which of course now I'm like, wow, that's really good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's the cheapest quilt I've ever seen, but at the time I had no clue at all of the value of quilts and all the work that goes into them, so... I, um, I said, you know, I can make that myself. And so I went ahead and went to um, the store. I bought probably over $150 worth of fabric. <laughs> and then that just started from there. And I, it was just escalated really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked designing instantly. So are you um, a self-taught quilter? Or did you pick up a magazine? Or did you pick up a pattern? How did you, how did you start? Or did you just put something together that was in your head? Um, definitely learned a lot of the basics of quilting from online. So I read blogs, I Googled and YouTubed. I was just all over on the internet trying to find things to learn how to do it. And, um, I started getting tools quickly, just making trips to the store all the time for different things. And what kind of, what kind of quilts are the ones that attracted you initially? Um, pretty much anything in the modern quilting movement. Mm -hmm. Um, I, Obviously, I liked the quilts at Pottery Barn, Mm -hmm. um, and then it kind of has changed a little bit over time, Mm -hmm. but it still stayed about the same. I really love just colorful, bright. I love solids. I Mm -hmm. love quilts that are made out of solids. So do you, I I mean, I'm assuming that you're the first quilter in your family. Actually, my great-grandma quilted, but I didn't know her. Okay. So we have some quilts. I don't have them, but my dad has some quilts that were hers, mm-hmm. and I, so I, maybe I got it through the blood. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Very possibly, but, but my mother, no, she taught me how to make like Halloween costumes and things like that. So you had the sewing background, background. Yeah, which I sewed was good. A lot. Yeah. So what do you tell me? What you define as modern quilting? How do you define modern quilting? Because so many people out there define it. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a variety of ways you can define it, but what is your take on it, and how do you view it? That's a good question. Yeah, there's definitely so many different views on that, and I think. I look at modern quilting from a different perspective than I think a lot of people do because I come from, I was always a graphic designer before I was ever a quilter. So I I kind of look at it through the view of graphic design and from mm-hmm. that background that I come from. So um, I think of modern design as um, simplistic um, and then also um, often a lot of like negative space, using negative space and just using the space differently than 
like repeated blocks. Mm -hmm. um, repeated blocks do look modern though, but um, so it just really depends. It's like very very hard for me to say, oh, your quilt's modern and yours not. There's just too much involved, right, to define it that way. Right. But, um, because you get, I mean. Don't you think, too, you can tr take a traditional design, a very traditional design, and make it modern-looking? Yeah. Right? I think it goes beyond just the fabric, though. So there's right. modern fabrics, and you can use modern fabrics in a traditional design. And I don't know what they're saying that. What are they calling that now? Modern traditional? I don't know, to be honest say, with you. There's such a cro I think there's such a crossover. It is, um, yeah. You know. So, um, but I think you could take that block and then maybe use it differently like use it in different scales so we have multiple of those blocks in different scales and then add negative space around mm -hmm. and do different things and then you're like totally changing the block but it's still a traditional block right right so some of the quilts that you have designed uh you've had some published and you're publishing your own designs yes um, so tell us a little bit about the different facets of Alyssa Lickner pile of fabric. Tell us all the different facets and what you're actually doing. There some are, of the things you're doing. There's a lot of facets, and um, seems like I have something new going on all the time. But um, it, with pile of fabric, my main focus is more to just kind of share with everyone. So it, there's a lot of beginners that come to pile of fabric because. And can you, but, but before you go on, can you just uh, give them your um, web address? It's so uh, pileofabric.com. Okay. And um, there's, there's, I have a lot of tutorials that are helpful for beginners. And I, I wanted that because that's what I did. I think actually the very first blog that I found that had like the beginner basic things was Diary of a Quilter. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, I forgot her name's Amy Amy Smart. Smart. Yeah. And, um. And so I went through her little beginner series and I made my daughter's first quilt. And um, so I found that so helpful and I wanted to just do, I wanted to give back and do that again too as well. And I even have on my beginner series a link to hers because mm -hmm. hers was so helpful. So and it's still there, so you can go to it. But um, so that was one of the things I really wanted to, but also I wanted to, I also try and focus on events and activities and just, um, I really love to have blog series and, and have, Hold events and like quilt alongs and block of the month and things like that are really fun to me yep. and trying to just really really participate with the community of quilting all over the world which I absolutely that's one of my favorite things is I could be quilting with someone in India right. or in Australia and right I think it's really neat so you you also have online classes too yeah, that's new. Yeah. And right now I just have the block of the month, which yep. um, the skill builder block of the month is like um, a, a quilt as you go block of the month. And um, this year it's in class format, which is going really, really well. You can take it at your own pace and see all of the information from the class whenever you want it in your pajamas in the middle of the night. And anybody can sign up at any time. Yep, anytime. It's not going to go away. So it'll be, the, even though it's for 2014. It'll still be there forever. And they can access that directly from your blog. Yeah. And, and any of the tutorials they can access also from your blog. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So um, what is your what is the name of the company that you um, are publishing your designs um, under? The We publish designs through Aria Lane. And Aria Lane, the goal of that, that was uh, my husband and I decided to do this. My husband is also a graphic designer. And... Um, he 
refuses to touch the sewing machine. <laughs> and I, mean, no, I think you ought to get Jacob into it, actually. I, know. I actually want him to, but he's like, no, I'm going to stick to the computer. So he, he has these ideas in his head for quilts and things like that, too. But So he's there supporting me, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole point of Aria Lane was to try and really um, come up with designs that are totally different. Um, kind of trying to branch out into a a different phase of modern quilting, I guess, and um, just really simplistic, clean, different designs, and um, our quilts use a lot of solids in the the pattern uh, prototype. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, the other opportunity, too, is we wanted to give independent designers the opportunity to to publish through Arielene without having to go through the hassle of publishing on their own, because Mm -hmm. it's a big deal going through all the different steps. There's so many things, and until you start working on it, you don't really realize how many steps there are going into actually publishing something. Oh, there's a ton. Yeah. yeah. So we take yeah. a lot of that difficulty away and just let them do what they yeah. do best and design and quilt and design and quilt and design and quilt. Right, so. right. And how many current patterns do you have, and how many are coming in the near future? Uh, we have four quilt patterns and an embroidery collection, and we have three more quilts coming out in the next month mm-hmm. and then we have a bag line coming out in oh, like great. two months we're going to break great. into bags we also have a cross stitch pattern coming out soon neat. so um, neat. we currently have five designers that are great. working on stuff right now and that's including myself so. yep that's excellent that's excellent so the other the other facet that you you kind of um, touched on with uh, that you and your husband are doing is graphics and web design and I must say that this is one of the reasons why I've been kind of busy over the last few months Alyssa and her husband redid my website um so if you haven't been to my new and really slick website um go check it out cvquiltworks.com um Alyssa was the brains behind the design and Jacob did the all the uh, a lot of the coding along with uh, sitting alongside Alyssa but they made it um, super wonderful, I think, and um, I've gotten great feedback. And Alyssa, um, that is part of one of the things that you also do. And can you explain how you and Jacob got into doing that? Um, yeah, Jacob has been doing that. He's he since he was like 17 years old. He's been yeah. coding things. But um, when I met him, he kind of got me into graphic design, and then he started teaching me. Um, web development and things like that so I learned it from him Mm -hmm. and I learned how to do photography and just about every tool that I use for quilting besides the quilting part he taught me and I always give a joke because I tell him but you didn't teach me how to quilt that's right (laughs) so one thing that's and that's the one thing you've got to teach him yeah yeah exactly that would only be so um but anyways he um he and I started doing it and that was kind of I I started doing it on the side so I could after I had quit my full-time job I um, did on the side so I could stay home with my daughter and um, for a while I was doing websites for like lawyers and architects and bankruptcy lawyers and things like that (laughs) not Um, much is not as much fun as doing it for no (laughs) so when I started quilting and I started getting quilting related websites like the modern quilt field website it was so much more fun like way more fun for me so then I've kind of just done projects all in the quilting industry now because it just it's it's works out great to have a quilter doing your website absolutely and that's and and to be honest with you that's one of the reasons why I asked you to do my website because you are a quilter you understand what goes into quilting you understand the fabric you understand all those facets and it's wonderful to have somebody who gets what you're doing Mm -hmm. 
actually doing the website. Yeah. And so I that shop. was a major plus. Yes. Fabric yes. Exactly <laughs> Don't we all, right? I know what I want and I know how to get to yeah. it and that's yeah. good. Yeah. So so I mean that's a another wonderful part of your design work. I mean, you're designing quilts, but you're also designing websites. So you have a very creative um, background, I should say, and, and you're you have that outlet too. Um, now I'm staring here, standing here, sitting here, staring at the quilt on the wall, which I know you had published. In, we actually both had a quilt published in the same issue, mm -hmm. but this was the first one you had published in magazine. Yeah. Correct. Can you tell them what I'm looking at and what magazine it was in? And um, this is the Retro Rubies quilt, mm -hmm. and it was in Modern Patchwork Spring Edition. Two, was it 2013? Yes. 2013. Yeah. yeah. There's been one issue between there, yeah. and. Um, it's a wall hang, and then shortly after it came out in the magazine, we did a quilt along for it, so there was a bunch of people making it in so many different patterns. I remade it again, mm -hmm. but I remade it in like a throw size, yeah, uh, using prints instead of oak shop cottons, mm -hmm. and um, so it's a, it's a fun pattern. It was and it's, I mean, I, I remember, I actually remember you sending me uh, um, Just a, a photo, yes, and said... You, I think you said something, should I submit it or something? I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> and and they loved it, and I think it was really well-received, too. It was It's a fabulous quilt, and it is very contemporary. I think it's contemporary, very modern mm -hmm. on that modern side. So um, when, you're, when you're, just to kind of pick your brain a little bit, mm -hmm. when you are thinking of your next quilting project, where do you get your inspiration from? Like, what... How do you decide what's going to be your next quilting project? Um, so, like, for example, if I was coming up with an idea for another pattern. Because um, other projects, it's weird. My projects for Aria Lane come from a different inspiration than my projects do for Pile of Fabric. Mm -hmm. Usually Pile of Fabric, I like to do some of the th trendy things that are going on in just, like, the online quilting um, industry and blogs and things mm -hmm. like that. Like, I'll even participate in somebody else's, like, Instagram quilt along thing right. got going on. Um, so usually that's where I kind of come up with ideas for, for that. But uh, for Aria Lane, that's where really my inspiration comes from my graphic design background. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't ever really come from the quilting industry itself. But um, I often, like like Concerto, that yep. was my first pattern. That was inspired by a rec an old, very old record cover. Mm -hmm. um, for a, for a concerto, it was a concerto, mm -hmm. it was an orchestra. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was inspired from that, and it was just the colors and shapes just yeah. kind of inspired me to, to do that. It's actually been a good seller on my website, too. And um, that one, and um, I can't, I'm trying to think of the name, was, is it Crossknot? Crossknot. Crossknot. Crossknot was also just um, something, I can't remember what, if I saw that in person. But I was inspired by a poster I saw, mm -hmm. and so um, different. And those are those are there's um, different places to. Find. I mean, I've seen stuff on Pinterest and things like that. Just to put colors together, I've kind of just mm -hmm. kind of combined a lot of things in my mind. And yeah. Then from that step, once I've got it all like flowing in my mind, I then I go to and I draw. Mm -hmm. So I draw it out on graph paper usually, and like I have a couple different renditions before because I don't really know. Like usually I have an element in mind. Um, I don't use those two quilts don't are not block based so mm -hmm. but like with cross knot there's the spinning element in the right. center and right. so 
Uh, usually I have an element and then I have to decide where I want to place it, how much space I want around it, what scale I want it, and things like that. So usually I have a couple different renditions on paper. Mm-hmm. And then I illustrate it out in Illustrator. Mm-hmm. And then I know exactly the measurements of everything once I'm in Illustrator. Yeah. So I have it life-size in Illustrator. And then I just go cut everything and I make it. So that's kind of my process. And how do you feel when you finish a quilt that you know you thought of and it, it was on graph paper and now here it is actually the quilt how do you feel at that point usually i'm pretty excited by the, time, <laughs> by the time that i actually get done my favorite everyone always asks me what's my favorite part about making a quilt my favorite part is coming out in the living room and holding it up to show my yes <laughs> actually i think that's a good part <laughs> i'm frustrated when i'm cutting i'm frustrated when i'm piecing there's like little frustrations with everything and then then when it all comes together, I'm like, look, and I'm all excited. And there, well, because there's a sense of satisfaction there too. Yeah. You've 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 seen something that was a thought, mm-hmm. and now it's an actuality. It's a reality, yeah. and um, you know that that creates a great sense of satisfaction and accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And you share a lot of these on your blog and your website, um, what you're doing. In fact, I had to laugh the other day. I don't know if you got my comment <laughs> on your blog. I was watching your video. Your little, I forget what you called it. it you, it's called In the Studio. In so the Studio, yes. But it was when you were doing the, the uh, Instagram. Um, uh, yes. And mm-hmm. I watched the entire thing from beginning to end. And Alyssa, basically, she sped up the video. It's like super, super fast. Uh-huh. Um, and I... I just wrote a comment and I said, haha, you work really fast or something like that. I know. That's, <laughs> something like that. I wish I could work that, that fast. <laughs> that was really, I mean, she completed the quilts pretty much in about five minutes. <laughs> so it's just basically I take a time-lapse video yeah. of, of me working in my studio for yeah. like a period of a couple days. And yeah. Piece it all together and fit it in five minutes and it's like zippy fast. It is very zippy fast. Yeah. But it was pretty cool. So if you want to see some of those videos, and it's actually, it. Believe it or not, it's pretty informative. I think, even though it's even though it's a, a shortened, intense little video of what you've done, but it's it's kind of cool to watch it that way. Yeah, too. I've had a few people ask questions like, I, "I wanted to stop you about like ten times because I wanted when you did this, why did you do that? And then when you did this, why did you do that? And so it sparked a lot of conversation, uh, conversation, yeah. and also yeah. ideas. Like, I have a tutorial that I'm going to be doing tomorrow on the blog and, it, and that tutorial is coming out of the same question I got over and over and over in the video so mm-hmm. um, so it's helpful to have that and they can just kind of see me as I work and I'm sure they're going to see me make some silly mistake or do something mm-hmm. really slow that mm-hmm. I can probably do easier a different way but uh, well one of the things when I'm teaching and um, I, I tell my students you know usually there's more than one way to do things too mm-hmm. I mean when you're out there in the quilting world part, part of the great thing about quilting and really anything is that there is more than one way and you do what you're comfortable with and then you teach people how to do that and then they find their comfort zone if they like what you're doing that's going to be their comfort zone or they might say well you know what that was good that was great information but I'm going to see if I can do it a different way Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how um you know different techniques and methodologies are born Right. Yeah. I mean, exactly. so it's kind of, it's kind of neat because when I was watching you, I in my head, you know, you're using the the glue to to basically baste it. Yeah. Together. Glue basting. And I had personally, I had never seen it 
done the way you did it. Like all over. Right. All like all over. Right. And I, and I kept thinking, oh, I need to, I need to email her because here's an idea for, and I have any, I'll talk to you about it later though. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here's an idea that she could probably use. And, but I'd never seen it. And I thought that was, that was kind of a cool little idea to, to do. It's something that I hadn't seen. So That's I learned. Some, tutorials on right. So I learned something new too. And I've been quilting for um, 20 some years. <laughs> So something you're always learning. You're always learning. So what is your next big project that you're going to be working on? Anything you can let us in on? Or yeah, it's hard right now. I'm really trying hard to focus on getting patterns published. Yeah. So um, in fact, the last like week and a half has just been sending things to testing mm -hmm. and going through the editing process and all that. Um, and I of course want to have more classes. So the next class that I'm really, really hoping to have is a beginner class mm -hmm. with all of the basics mm -hmm. laid out for quilting because I've had a couple people ask about that. So some classes, and then there's a few other things that I'm debating whether or not to take on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, so I can't really talk about that yeah. yet. But So um, there's always new things, but definitely more classes, more patterns, and just more tutorials. I always love... Yep. Tutorials. Which is great. I think tutorials are wonderful. Yeah. So, I mean, and if somebody can come to your website and find something new and fantastic, that's wonderful. I, I have um, links on my new website made by Alyssa. I have uh, links to her website, too. So if you, if you can't go out there and find your website, which is pileofabric.com. You can always link to it from my website, cvquiltworks.com. Um, and I'm sure that Alyssa will answer any emails that you have, right? Yep, and So you have, you have a contact information on your yep. blog. So yes, you can leave a comment or send an email to you about any anything. I'm sure that Alyssa's pretty responsive, so she'll, she'll shoot you back an email. So if you have a question about her glue-basting... <laughs> Yes, tutorial. Yes, tutorial. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I have a feeling the podcast might might not be up tomorrow because Alyssa and I, before we started recording today, um, we went. We we have a new new version of GarageBand that Apple kind of gave us, and um, we were just trying to figure that one out. So we're going to get this posted and up on iTunes soon, and um, hopefully within the next few days. But um, but you'll have to go back and check. Alyssa's blog. Also, by the way, Alyssa does a lot of giveaways on her blogs too from her sponsors, um, me being one of them. But she, but that's another great thing to go to your blog too because you do do a lot of that as well. Yes, every Friday. I so. have Fabric Giveaway Friday. So every single Friday I have some type of fabric giveaway. giveaway. Sometimes it's just gift certificates. And, and tell them about the stash share too. I love that feature on your blog. Tell yeah. them about that. Um, so I started a thing. It's a series, and I try to do it every single Monday. It's uh, the pile of fabric stash share. And the whole goal of this was to try and get people to kind of get out of their comfort zone of using the same colors and fabrics like over and over and over again. It was too to, to kind of challenge me because we all have these like enormous stashes of fabric and we never use them. We just yes. stare at them and we drool at them and we touch them and we love them. But then we just pull the same stuff and the same colors mm -hmm. over and over and we get in this like rut of the same colors. So, and, and two, when you first start quilting, you, choosing fabric is like one of the hardest steps. It's a really mm -hmm. difficult step. So what I decided to do was choose a color scheme. And so I come up with a color scheme. Um, 
sometimes I see like some, it just kind of it's different each week where I get the idea for the color scheme. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll see something mm-hmm. on Pinterest or like I'll be at Target and I see like a new pillow that came out and mm-hmm. I love the colors mm-hmm. in it. So um, I get the color scheme together and then I have I go to my stash and I do everything I can to pull a bundle of fabric from that that fits that color scheme. Mm-hmm. So I oh. We, we're being joined by one of Alyssa's little kids. She's got two little, a little boy and a little girl, and Alyssa's just going to go put her, put her back down for a nap. Um, so, but anyway, um, one of the things that we'll be talking about is she, she's, <laughs> she's running getting her gla- glass of water. She's really thirsty. So, and here she comes back again. She's running. Alyssa's a very busy lady. So, So, um, yeah, so the, so we choose, I choose fabrics for the colors and then, um, I take a picture of it with the colors and usually I try and I find, uh, coordinates of Aurifil thread Mm -hmm. that will match it. I pull those from my stash and then also, um, where those colors fit in on the Kona color card. Right. So right. then I'll put the little names for each Kona. I don't actually have the Kona fabric in the picture, but that way you can either do a solid version of those colors. Yep. And the whole point is to challenge not only myself to do it, but you to do it as well. And so you can go to your stash, pull out that week's colors, challenge yourself kind of to pull different things from your stash, and then take a picture and you can also link up and share your picture. So, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So um, definitely check that out because that is a nice challenge for people. So, like you said, it's sometimes you're just staring at your stash and not using it, and mm-hmm. you need to dig in there. That's why we have stashes. Yeah, you'll start so. to notice where you have holes in your stash too. Or oh yeah, I, I know. have any brown, but I have a massive amount oh, yeah. of pink. <laughs> I don't have any blue in mine, which is and then you just very. Have to go shopping. Yes. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So anyway, well, thank you for sitting down with me today, Alyssa. I appreciate it. And um, I hope uh, a lot of people come visit you and um, take one of your classes or look at your tutorials or participate in one of your giveaways or uh, stash, um, stash shares. And I really appreciate Oh, by the way, just so you know, we are sitting here in sunny Gilbert, Arizona, and I have to go back home tomorrow to cold Connecticut. So Alyssa lives in a really, really nice part of the country. <laughs> so she gets to sit and have the sun coming in her windows every day yep. and working on beautiful quilts. And um, I get to go home and sit inside under the gray sky. <laughs> so I appreciate you having me here in your home today, which I really do appreciate, by the way. So I just hate this weather so much. So anyway, but thanks so much um, for joining me. And um, again, I'm going to just repeat the website for everybody. Again, it's pileofabric.com. If you want to say hello to Alyssa, please do. And thanks again, Alyssa. Thank you. We'll see you all again soon. Take care.